Thanks for tuning in to Real Talk with Michelle, the podcast about purpose, where we discuss what it truly means to live your best life now. Hi, guys. Thanks for tuning in to Real Talk with Michelle. I'm so glad and so grateful that you guys are here again for another episode. And on this episode, it's going to be real talk about tarot. And we have our special guest tarot reader with us, Danny Jackson Jr. And I'm super excited because he's going to give us a reading for this retrograde. Has this retrograde been affecting anyone other than myself? It's been it's been crazy. It has. But, you know, we're doing the work. That's what we're doing. We're here to do it. We're here to figure out what the F is going on backwards. A little bit anyway. Don't go too far back. But I am going to bring Danny in and let him tell you a little bit about himself. Welcome to the show, Danny. Hello. How are you guys today? I'm good. I'm doing well. I cannot complain. Thanks for coming on the show. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. How'd you get started with Tarot? Okay, so my name is Danny Jackson Jr. I am a tarot reader, diviner, conjure man, whatever you want to call it. Um, I started tarot about a year ago now. I got my first tarot deck, the um, Luminous Spirit deck, on accident. Um, in the mail on March 22nd of last year. And from there, I started doing my work. I started doing all these types of things. But the reason I bought this deck was actually I went to a food place, like a restaurant, I guess, whatever you want to call it. It's not really like, it's a, we won't get into that. But <laughs> my sister and my aunt, and my sister put on to my aunt and some lady that my aunt knew that there was some lady doing these type of things, like readings and stuff on Instagram. So I followed her. Yes. From there, I started getting on top of um, other type of tarot readings and stuff on YouTube, and I found Tarot by Bronx. So when I found her, I love Tarot by Bronx. I can do this. I can do this. And like Tarot, uh, Tarot by Bronx, Bronx, my good sister, um, she actually made me a moderator in her one of her live streams, and I was like, okay. Oh wow! Tell me like this. Let me do it. Okay, we can do this. So I ordered my deck, got that, and I was like, okay, let me do this. So, I started doing it for a month or so, and then I was like, okay, let me do, like, a two-week free read, uh, free reading period where I can go ahead and, like, anyone who wants to come in, come on, let's just do it, give me a review, that's all I ask you. Those are fun. So I, I did participate in one of those. I love them. Exactly, exactly. I got a 90% review. And I was like, okay, if this is what's happening, let me go ahead. So after talking to Bronx and getting to know her and, like, giving her, like, she's giving me all these, like, advice and all this type of things, I was like, okay, I can do this. Let me let me just practice. Let me get myself ready for it, and let's do this thing. So that's really how I got into Sarah. Then I bought, like, a thousand other decks. And <laughs> That's what most people do. We end up with a bunch of decks. I'm starting slow just because I need to, because <laughs> I have a tendency to overindulge. But what made you decide that? I mean, make, like, how did you learn to even read tarot? Oh, 
that's actually a really difficult question because I started getting a really obsessed, I think, with, okay, if I think I can do this, maybe I can learn from you, like watching YouTube videos. So I started watching a lot of videos, a lot of things, a lot of, a lot of reading, all those type of things. And I was like, <clears throat> maybe I can actually find something from these little interpretations that people are giving me. Mm-hmm. Then I actually slept overnight with someone, I do not remember his name, but it's like a two-hour reading. Uh, it's not even a reading. It's like a informational about how each card represents and what is it's representing. It goes through every card from the major to the minor arcana. Yes. I think it's three videos. I cannot remember. I know what to do, but I slept overnight with it, and it's like, oh, I wake up, and now I have this informational. I know what to do. And then having my friend, specifically piece by Don Tarot, shout out to her, um, we connected on the same, like we started, we grew up together also, but we started at the same time with um, learning the tarot system and we like kind of delved on each other, we sent cards back and forth and that's really where I learned it, I guess. It's the so do you think it. like... Um this is like an ability that you have and like that, you know, you also get like information from spirit or source or God, or, you know, we all say whatever you believe in that kind of gives you the messages that you need to deliver to people. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I have done readings when I don't have, when I haven't have done my uh, altar work and all those types of things. And it's not the same. So tell it's people what um, like altar work is. Um, so as far as how I have connected, because I come from a Christian background, but I have now transitioned into a more African traditional religion. Um, doing offering, offering water, candle work, um, food, if you have cooked that food, not coming from, from that food. Mm-hmm. Those yes. type of energies. It's allowing you to manifest with the spirits of your ancestors and using that ancestor work to say, hey, this is what I didn't didn't have, but I can give you this because I know what you are struggling from. Mm. Okay. What's an example of that for people who are just coming in and don't really kind of understand our conversation at all? Um, this may or may not be for everyone, so here's your opportunity so to learn black something. People, <laughs> I'm saying black, blackly black, black black people. Yes. And when when I say blackly black, I don't mean Africans because they come from a different different not no, that's work, but um, different ancestral background than those of the diaspora do. Yes. We as black people, we come from something. When I say black, I mean African-Americans. We come from something that's a little bit more twisted and a little bit more, I don't want to say diabolical, but there's words that we can, y'all are associating words. Uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, pretty tortured past, Um, you know, like it wasn't good times. Coming from shadow slavery, we we don't know who we come from. We lose all of that stuff. So with the ancestral work that I'm talking about, we are uplifting the ancestors who went through child slavery, who moved through the um, Civil War times, those who dealt with um, Jim Crow, those of the in- 
like those are the institutions and things that we need to be uplifting our ancestors for. And that is what I say that I'm coming from. Okay. So then your spirit, your spirit, your ancestors, they kind of help you channel your messages. So they're, they're giving you the information that you need. The cards are just extra sometimes. Yeah. I'm from a psychology background. Okay. So as far as like the way I present myself and what I Exceed myself. I don't even know what the words to use are right now, but I'm going to use them. It's all right. <laughs> Say so whatever you feel. We'll figure it out. Or I expect myself to be a quote unquote spiritual dance therapist. Yes. And I say that because I want to heal ourselves as black people. Those who come from the light skin background, the dark skin background, those who come from, hey, I'm not even from America. I haven't dealt with any of that situation. I want to help those who are losing themselves mm-hmm. first. Second, I want to help the LGBT community. Yes. Do I excuse all those types of things because I come from that. But then I also want to help the third, the ones who come from a Christian background who don't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Because I grew up that I baptized myself that I think of 10 or 7, 7 to 11 years old. I don't remember exactly what time it was anymore. But those type of things, I want to uplift those people who come from this and say, this doesn't feel right. Okay, well, let me see what else is out there. Let me go back to my roots as black people. Because the black church, we are actually embracing um, African traditionalism, but we ain't Christian. But okay, we ain't going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> this can go really, really deep. And we're going we're gonna to keep so it because people can find you. So we're going to keep it as... People who know what we're talking about know what we're talking about. Well, and we're not trying to sugarcoat this in any way, but this could be a very long... It could be a long conversation, right? What? Um, how do you think that, you know, like tarot, the people that you read for, which I'm pretty sure like most tarot readers are not saying they don't deal with everybody, but they do have a specific subset of people that they, they read for that they feel more connected to. That's just... What it is? Yeah, I mean, it's easier to to read your like people. Honestly, I do feel like I read better for black people. Yeah, and you you've experienced. Yes. And I know that I can read for those people too, and like despite the race boundaries and all that stuff, I can read for anyone that I've had. No one has ever come back for me except for one, but we ain't going to talk about that. <laughs> I have a question about but, that. Go. <laughs> um, but everyone has come back like, oh, my God, I didn't know you could do this. But it's like, I think the fact that I, when I read for people, I dance before I do it. Yes. I tune in as far as I do my, I, it's, it's so many levels to the thing before I go into a reading, which a lot of people will tell me, you need to pay, charge people more for this. And I'm like, mm. No, we I don't do in our own time. We do. We but yeah, I, and I feel like while most people are learning, the more experience we get, the better. And you know, you learn which energies that you can you can attract to bring in certain messages. You have time, you know. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Money it's is been not. A year. I know what I can do and what I can't do. Yeah, and I feel like money isn't the the point of sharing your gift, sharing your gift with the collective is meant to do that monetary abundance or 
uh, material things will come to you as a result of doing good things for people. Like that's what we, that's what we do. That's what we learn. Um, I want to say like, how do you think tarot can give a person guidance and advice? Okay, so tarot, which I'm going to go in and channel a little bit more back into my own family. Yes. Tarot has been given a lot of negative energy because it's been associated with Ouija boards and all of this sinister energy and all of that. When it comes to doing tarot, tarot is not that. Tarot is an association with, hey, I need some guidance. I need something that I can give myself to say, okay, this is my direction. How do I do it? Right. Tarot will tell you, okay, well, this is what you have wrong. This is what you need to fix it with. And this is how you need to get there. And if you don't, I, we're just keep messing shit up. And if you don't, right, 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 if, it, if you don't, this is what's going to happen. And <laughs> over and, and over again until you get it. With tarot with. If you don't. <laughs> then you're not going to actually end up, like, you're going to see, oh, well, Tarot did this for me, and I'm not, that's the issue. Right, and that's wrong. It's like, you did this to, me. to you. <laughs> you did it to yourself, exactly. <laughs> tarot to me is of a affirmation of, hey, this is where I'm coming from, this is how I need to do it, and that's it. Like, it's not using any satanic spirits or whatever you want to call it. It's using the energy around yourself and how you're being manifested in I agree. That's a good way to put it because I will say this when I first, when it first kind of came to me, um, in the beginning, I became obsessed with like watching and listening to them. And I'll tell you, like in the beginning, it's really hard to not think that every message is for you. Like sometimes it's yes. just like. That's what I'm saying. Bronx, I, Bronx there. I used to watch, I mean, there's plenty of other readers that I've watched. Mm -hmm. But, like, I would watch them, and I'm like, but maybe this isn't for me. This is for somebody else, and they're just pushing that energy out for them. Right. And it's, but, I mean, also, <laughs> just having readings done, a lot of people, if you're, if you're going to be, like, I don't want to say a believer, but if you're going to take the spiritual advice from a reader, you also cannot lie to yourself about what yeah. you saw and i definitely yeah. lied for right. a long time and the tower just kept popping up and it's like and i would continuously keep losing more stuff or like something would just it just kept a crumble as soon as i thought i would come up the crumble and it was like you know what you're supposed to remove here like just whenever you're ready and as soon as i did i kid you not the next day like what I needed came right in, like the next day. It was, mm -hmm. it was kind of crazy, but that was just kind of all from the guidance of like a very gifted reader. Um, but yeah, so like, do you have like any memorable experience that you had while you were reading? Like yes, one that actually. you can share that's like, you know, memorable? So, this is one reading. I actually told her about this when you told me about this in the thing. Yes. Um, so, there was one female. I won't call her female because that's disrespectful to me at this point. But there was one homegirl that I actually had. Um, we grew up together. We used to, I used to go over to her house. Like, her and her twin sister, we used to be all goody-goody best friends. Mm -hmm. um, so, 
I do not remember this reading, period, like at all. Okay. But apparently I told her that like her deceased ancestor would pass. Um, someone would get into a car wreck, I believe. Oh, wow. And then something else. There was a few things that she called me and she was like, hey, this happened, this happened, this happened. And I was like, wait, what? Right. Like, it it shocked me because of the fact of, like, okay, yeah, I'm doing this tarot. Yeah, I'm trying to do this. I don't remember you telling you this stuff, like, about this. But, like, you told me that it happened. And I'm like, I'm shocked. Like, that's, I think that's literally the most, like, anything, like, literally. I can't even talk about that. (laughs) Right. It's kind of bone chilling, but you got the the messages. Like, how do you, um, I tell people sometimes when spirit is speaking to me, like, I have weeks where I'm very tired and I, like, um, like, I, like, I sleep all day, maybe, like, go to work, come home, eat, go to bed, and then for about two weeks, I wake up every day um, at 222-333 and 444. Like, and it's every night until I'm exhausted beyond means. But I get certain messages. I see flashes of things and I kind of write them down. But I have to wait to see what they're about or what they're going to go to. Like, do you have kind of things that happen to you when you're channeling messages or before you give readings to people? Um, so with the sleeping all day, yes, I sleep all the time. Everyone thinks something's wrong with me, and I'm like, no, I'm just constantly tired because I'm doing all this work. Yeah. Two, when it comes to um, waking up at a certain time, I can't get a good night's sleep at all, baby. I cannot get it at all. <laughs> I wake up at 2 o'clock, I wake up at 3 o'clock. And right, they don't have to be. If I wake up at 4 o'clock, I'm like, okay, I got to wait for me. And, like, uh, I know a lot of people are probably like, what are they even talking about? There's, um, we don't have to go super into it, but there are angel numbers, spirit numbers, and they all kind of have corresponding meanings. And I'm not really even sure what mine mean right now. I know what my numbers mean, but I don't know what it all means to wake up. Huh? Your birthday. When is it? Have you seen your birthday as far as a um, angel number? No. You know what? I don't think I've ever looked up my birthday. I was looking up my, my life path birthday. the other day. I'm going to, if my life path number, is that the same thing? <laughs> you shuffling. Yeah. Um, uh, my, I speak mine constantly, is what I was saying. Oh, like, okay. Literally constantly. I think nine seventeen. I think seventeen. My oh, favorite number is my birthday. I never see that. <laughs> well, I was saying, um, for for everyone else, there like those numbers kind of coincide with like messages, which all numbers do. We're we're living in a in like a numerical structure, so numbers coincide with pretty much everything that we do. But we don't want to go too deep into that because we want to keep it a little light. People can do their own research, but I just find it amazing that there are people out there that are that are getting messages from spirit and that are sharing good life lessons with us and kind of helping the collective 
move along and get a little bit of guidance. I like to call it guidance. No one's telling you what to do. I or they can't tell you anything to do. It's just, you know, throwing that out there. Most of it, I feel like it's basic too. Even if you, like you said, you weren't using tarot. Tarot is just like a visual. It's nice. I can kind of, I've been helping my friends out with issues probably as long as they could talk to me about something and I can be like, girl, the dude sucks. If you don't break up with him, this is how you're going to lose your car and your house. Like it's easy. It's simple, like things that we need to remove. But there are other extenuating factors that are trying to tell you what to move to get to the good stuff. Like, you're just not listening to your own, like, guides. But that was just me going off on a tangent a little bit. Um, what advice would you give people who are interested but afraid to try Tara? Like, we probably just scare them a little bit. <laughs> now, when you say afraid to try Tara, do you mean, like, doing their own reading or getting a reading? Getting a reading. Like, who are afraid to be like, because it's it appears devilish or having an altar or something looks a certain way to people like so they're afraid to approach it because like you said it comes across like it's black magic and it's dark and it's you know it's not good quote unquote good good what is good we are good yeah too far um, so Carol to an extent is more like Okay, so for the Christians, I'm going to go into y'all because that's my favorite background. Um, what about when y'all talk to God or talk to your guardian angels or for the Catholics, y'all are talking to St. Mary or all of those things. I don't have a religious background as far as like Catholics and stuff. I only know Baptist background, but we don't get into all of that. <laughs> anyway, what is the difference in saying, okay, what's up, y'all? Am I doing what I need to be doing? Because obviously all of us do the thin aspect every day. So what is the difference of asking, hey, what's up? What do I need to change? What do I need to do? What, what, what's going on? Are y'all are y'all testing me? Are you, what's going on? That's what tarot gives you. It gives you the insight, which if you're going to go back to a little more earthly round, Again, back to psychology. Psychology women, if y'all are in a college for psychology, women, black women especially, y'all can read tarot specifically. But <laughs> tarot is not a scary system. I used to be scared about it. I really did. I thought it was devilish, black magic, like you just said. It was not my gig. But coming from the aspect of seeing a black woman do it, which, like, I was raised by black women, so mm -hmm. I guess that's also what nurtured me into it. Right. I was like, okay, this ain't that bad. Especially seeing her she's a good with. That was really the... Yeah, because she's pretty blunt with it, and it's gonna... It comes delivered oh, in a package it. that belongs to her. And she's a Virgo. <laughs> I am a Virgo she's rising. A I knew I liked you for <laughs> My organization skills do not belong to a Gemini person. <laughs> this perfectionism of this mic over here that I was really just driving me crazy. Like, that comes from my Virgo side all the way. Um, I guess, like, what else would you... Do you find like people coming to you for like about tarot? Like what are what are people what's the collective really what are they wanting to know about themselves these days? Is it all about love? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my. It's always about love. The thing is, y'all look always, I promise you, all 
somebody else. Yes. That's going to give you this energy and you're not giving that energy to yourself. Woo, y'all. You need you. to be acting in it. You need to be, it's, I'm talking about females. Women. Um, y'all Women. Need to be lavishing in yourself. Are you beautiful? Yes. Why not? What's the issue? And, you know, that's a very interesting way to put it because it's been a theme of this podcast several times over. Me just telling people, like, you, all the things that you want, you have to have in yourself before you can even ask someone else for them. So, you know. Oh, go ahead. I'm not going to sorry. No, so, like, self-love, that was a very important lesson for me, like, after coming out of two pretty interesting a, a divorce and then a relationship out like that I had right after that that one that was after was horrible because I was just in this terrible space so self-love like was something that I really had to embrace so when consulting with tarot readers I'm, I'm honestly kind of into career right now <laughs> career uh, if I'm following purpose things because love will come from that like the person I date now I'm attracted to him because he's a he's a hard worker and I think he's attracted to me because I have my own hobbies and things that I like so that's how we want to tell people like if you're just chasing this dude all day like you ain't working on yourself like why would he want you anyway but like what else like what other what else do people come to you for when they're coming to you for their personal readings I flicked off that point black women I'm talking, uh, that's really who I'm channeling right now. Okay. Black women really have to stop ignoring the front of being flirted with. Now, Ooh. I don't think it's like a derogatory way. Like, I, cause I know that there's men <laughs> who mm-hmm. are coming to you who are doing this in a derogatory way. I'm saying this in the sense of me as a black gay man, I'm too nervous because too, like, there's two black, like, there's too many women who are, especially black women, who come to me like with a frown, like, oh, um, don't talk to me. Which I'm just trying to say, oh, I like your hair. I like you. You're beautiful. And I feel like at that point, I'm coming to into a challenge or some type of thing. Mm. Women, I think, at this point, at least the ones who are in this area. I don't know about every week. <laughs> but more so of, of listing that of black women, y'all are beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm not attracted. Y'all. Right. Like sometimes but people just want to give you a like, compliment. Yes, I I appreciate the black woman, and that's really I think that's not really answering your question, but I just wanted to uplift that <laughs> real quick. <laughs> like, don't get it confused all the time. Sometimes it really just is a compliment. Like, it's not somebody trying to get at you. Is that what you mean? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> And it's hard to uplift that, especially those who come from the older background, honestly. Mm. Not necessarily those who like are your age or younger or any of those type of things. It's more so those who are in their 50s and older. They're not ready to accept a compliment. Oh, that's very interesting to hear. I kind of agree with that. And also, I grow up from a mama who is in her... <laughs> But we're not going to talk about that. She's a beautiful 25-year-old woman. We are the same age. Right. I'm like, don't so, don't go all the way here. She plans to listen. Yeah, we're not going to talk about any of that because I don't know if she's going to actually listen. She might be. So. Yes. I noticed um, in your bio you said that you were a conjure man. Like, 
I know we talked about it a little bit, but what what does that mean specifically? Okay, so I, when I say I also put in quotations when I sent this to you, new. Yes. As far as me being a conjure man, this is something that I feel like I have been kind of designated to do, especially for how my tarot readings apparently have been hitting. All of my channeling has been hitting. So... I'm going to do the stuff that I feel like I've been discouraged from as far as doing the root, as far as being in a black background. Mm-hmm. So anybody, anybody else but black. So like anybody else, sorry, this is going to be a section I have to get that, get that on. <laughs> right. As far as doing a black conjure work, meaning doing jars, doing candle work, which is not really the basis of more Louisianian, but we ain't going to talk about that. That's separate. Mm-hmm. But doing these works that are allowing attraction texting for the words that we're going to use as far as everyone else knows. Right. Um, those type of energy. Um, nice. I do those workings for, I'm still new. That's why I'm saying I don't want to call myself that, but that is a thing I am proclaiming. Yeah. You ain't going to be anything if you ain't claiming it. You so. have to say it out loud and have somebody else say Absolutely. it back to you. <laughs> That's how it works. It's, I'm a podcaster. I would tell you no different. I'm exactly. a communicator. This is what I do for a living i'm doing it right now so <laughs> we're speaking the things that we want into existence always over on these ways um i guess that's really all i want from like background from you i'm super excited about this retrograde reading and i wanted you to kind of like uh, I, I'm it's not negative at all i feel like all of my listeners are very open-minded. I feel like the collective I was saying recently is really kind of coming back together and starting to realize that there's more than what we can see and touch. And it's kind of really exciting to see all the people finally start to be like, you know, li- getting into their charts and you know, looking at their horoscope. Good to see black people coming together because I've seen it a lot more lately and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I need to get in that energy. I'm too self-conscious, but we're going to get into that later. (laughs) Tell us um, a little bit about um, the retrograde this year, the first retrograde of 2020, I believe. What's going on with it? Why should we be excited for this reading that's coming up? Okay, so there's some future connections. Okay. But I don't mean that as far as like romantic. It could be. Okay. a lot of energy on that. Don't give but, it all away because we got to take a break. So just, just kind of tell them like. Okay, yeah, I, I got you. I'm, I'm going to give them to you. Okay, just but give them a little take. Get to the very end. But there's a lot of energy about self-worth. Okay. So, okay. I'm with it. I'm learning it still every day. It's, it's a lot. Like, and I'm not used to just tarot, but we going to. We may talk about that in the end. If not, it'll be in the show notes. Yes. Uh, love <laughs> I'm super excited. Okay, guys. So we're going to take a break really quick and hear from the sponsors. When we come back, we're going to have that retrograde reading from Danny Jackson Jr. And we're going to do the daily gratitude. So we'll be right back. Got to take that quick break. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Um, I am super excited to get into the next part. We're about to get this retrograde reading from tarot reader Danny Jackson Jr. And I'm super excited to see what is going on, honestly. Like, I've I've needed a reading, and I know this is for the collective, and for what that means is that 
it's for everybody, but it won't mean everything to everybody. Not right now. It could later. You can come back and listen again. Um, you can hit up Danny possibly and get your own personal reading, but we're going to see what's going on this retrograde. Danny, uh, what's going on? Hey, boo. So Hi. it's a lot of positive energy in this retrograde, but the thing is a lot of people have been really scared of the retrograde because they're thinking, oh, all things are going to go, they're going to come into that energy. That's what they're scared of. But it's really like, okay, let's look back. Let's look at our charts if we know what we are doing as far as astrological situations. Let's look at our charts. What is our Mercury in? Personally, mine is Libra. Mine is balance. So my retrograde energy is not going to really change me anymore. It's going to make me look at things from the opposite side of where I have come from. So if we look at all of our charts, okay, hey, we're going to see how we're going to embrace this. So check your Mercury first and foremost. But with this retrograde, we've come into a few cards, seven to be exact. Temperance, two of cups, nine of pentacles reversed, six of wands, four of swords, queen of swords, and the page of swords. So these first seven cards, because we have four more. Okay. um, For those, Self-acceptance is more of an issue right now, more of looking at you've come into these energies right now. You've seen you're, you're too nervous. You're too scared. Okay, how are we going to embrace this? How are we going to deal with being scared and put into these situations that we don't necessarily want to be in? How are we going to balance those things coming into that Libra energy? Even though we're in Pisces, very, very heavy Pisces season. How was the fish going to balance the scales? You can lay one fish and you can lay another that can balance each other. So how are we going to embrace those things? Then we come into the two of cups, loving. For some people, how are we going to embrace ourselves and those who embrace us? Now, with the retrograde, we're too a little bit introspective. We're coming back into ourselves with those who are scared about the retrograde are really... Oh, we're going to be all about our shit. <laughs> I can't do this. I, I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared. What are we going to do? For those who are not in this mentality, we're realizing, okay, now we're into this non pinnacles energy reversed. How are we going to manifest the situations that we are wanting to attain? And with the six of wands coming forward and also the four of swords, how are we keeping ourselves balanced coming back? How are we keeping ourselves balanced from the situations that we are wanting to be and how we are envisioning ourselves to be? How are those things the same and how are they different? But also, how are we manifesting ourselves as directing this energy? How are we allowing ourselves to move forward in the things that we want to do? Are we actually doing the work? Are we actually manifesting? Are we doing the things that, for black people, are we doing our altar work? Are we doing the things that, hey, oh, maybe I need to be doing this because my ancestors said, oh, do it. <laughs> it may not be in our price range, but hey, it might come back to you more than you want to do it. So, actually, we're going to jump into the last four cards. The Lonely Journey of the Priestess Left Out with the Wolves, Completion and Self-Worth. Mm. So, 
at this point, I'm going to actually connect the two, the ones who are really the same. The lonely journey of the priestess and self-worth. What do we feel about ourselves? Are we actually doing what we need in this record raid? Or are we too scared or too nervous to put forth the energies of manifesting? Are all these people who are telling you, oh, you don't need to be doing this on the it's going to come back to you. Is that really what you need to be working on? Is that what your ancestors are telling you? Or are you just scared to be lonely? Are you scared to be out and be different? What is wrong with being different? Are you scared of being different? That is the effort that you need to be pushing forward with. Are you scared to necessarily, hey, oh, I don't necessarily know where I'm going. I don't know if anyone's going to embrace that, but me being different is going to embrace something new. Am I too tied in that energy? Am I too tired of being scared? Am I scared because of my own issue, or is it someone else to put that out to you, that you're not going to be enough and that you can't do enough? Why are you scared? What's, what's putting you... What's, what's directing you? I have the cage from the Wildland Oracle. Are you are you scared to look into the dark? Are you scared? What is, it's really this whole energy of why are you scared? Mm. Is it what you were taught or is it what you were coming Are you scared to go into what's new? Everyone has a little bit of fear. Everyone that you live with is scared to an extent. But why is yours so adamant? Why can't you battle that and move forward? I hope that wasn't too heavy for anyone. What's that? Uh, is that... Everyone. It's, a, it's a journey. That's the thing. Like I said, the journey of the priesthood. It's a journey you have to uncover the issues that you have already dealt with. And not even the issues that you have dealt with, the issues that others in your ancestry have dealt with. If you think back to your slavery times, the shadow slavery, if you think back to that, especially black people, I'm sorry, anyone else, but if you think back to slavery, or if you think back to the Hispanics, if y'all think back to the other issues that y'all have dealing with the border, all of those things, all of these issues that y'all have dealt with, people have died for. Y'all They all have that spirit in you. You have that ability to transform and do that and work with that. Absolutely. Yeah. This retrograde is more so revealing, especially in Pisces. I'm a Pisces moon, so I really feel it. Mm. I got a lot of fuck up. Hello. Bless. I'm following people, bless on all that type of stuff. Anyway, not intentionally. <laughs> it's, it's, it's giving its energy, and at this point, we have to uncover the issues that we have dealt with and what we are not necessarily actually dealing with, things that we have dealt with as far as ancestrally. Look at your grandma. Living or not, what is she dealing with? Mm-hmm. Look at your great grandmother. What is she dealing with? How do you uncover and how do you help her? Are you helping her? A message to me. Ooh. Hello? But are you helping her? <laughs> are you helping those who are giving you and gave you what you are? Absolutely. Because everything they gave is what you are. Period. This came up in like two conversations this week about really, really like loving our ancestors and realizing that 
this is beyond their wildest dreams, like the life that we live right now. Like, but how much that they gave up for us to have this life and how we have to absolutely give honor to them every single day. Like, absolutely. we have to. Ooh, that's a word. It's a word. <laughs> it makes me emotional sometimes when I think about it, like, where they slept versus where I sleep. Like, how can I not? That's, think about that ship. Like, ooh. Think about it. I, like, I, and I can't, even, I can't even, no, no. Absolutely not. I was not made for it. Like, <laughs> man, it's, it's deep and it goes back and it, it, like, it really, really does. It's, it's pretty, you had to be like, it's sobering, but it's sobering to think about like your life in comparison and like to not give honor to them is to deny yourself some greatness. Deny it. Yeah. Absolutely. Whew, okay. Who are we without them? What'd you say? Who are we without them? And why would we go and put on a dashiki? Why would we do it? <laughs> Like, like every, just everything they've given us, just every, everything they have. I'm, I'm serious. Like, did you cook? <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna stop. I listen, stop. no, because <laughs> there is, there is a lady in Memphis, Tennessee that was like, you need to come in this kitchen and watch me do this thing. And I'm like, what? Like, come use this cast iron. Let me show you how to make this. Let me show you how to make this cornbread. Let me show you how to do these things so you can keep giving them. So it's super, like it's super, and they came from people before them, before them, before them. Like it's absolutely, it's, it's that oral trend. It's literally the oral tradition. It's literally. I'm gonna uplift one more person before I get off this because a lot of the information that I got from what I know and how I have navigated where I am coming from um, ancestrally is Juju Bay. Mm -hmm. I got her hat right now. I showed you it earlier. The May Conjure Block again. Yes. I'm going to her one more time. I listen to I her podcast. It's amazing. I without her. That's my girl. I love her. Be a Patreon. Hi, Juju. But. Yes. Hey, Juju. Love you, girl. Hi, hi. Wow. I love her podcast. Like She's taught me things, too. I promise I listen to it when I get up at work. When I go to work, that is the podcast I listen to. Other than Fortune's Wheelhouse, Juju is. I have listened to prom. I promise you, the ancestors podcast. I've listened to it twenty times at least. It's so important, and it's a lot of things in there that it's so good. She don't even realize, and I, I hope she has now at least. Well, she, was, she is a beacon and a and a diviner that she is giving all of that. Absolutely. She didn't realize she was doing so themes, so we can. We've been here for a minute. Hopefully, we still have your attention. Yeah, we've been the people, a bit, girl. <laughs> the people whose attention we have are meant to stay and hang. Those who fell by the wayside, you might revisit it later, and it makes more sense to you. But so, our takeaways, like our quick, quick, quick bullet point takeaways before we do the gratitude about this retrograde. Are you? What are you saying? Do the work. Love yourself. Go on the journey. What yes. are you telling? Also, slow the fuck down. Okay. I don't yeah, have no choice. That's another message that we're going to have to throw in real quick. Real, 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 real quick. Okay. Slow it down. Okay. A lot of the information that you are missing is because you're moving too fast. Okay. You're trying to get into the next, 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 next. Chill. 
<laughs> it's for somebody okay so we're gonna go because we have taken up enough of his time but we're not gonna let him go before we do the most important part of this show you guys know i love it the most important hello it is the daily gratitude it is where we give our gratitude our thanks we we say what we're grateful for it's something we should be doing every day and with meaning behind it because your people hear you. They hear you and they want to know that you're grateful for all the things that they have sacrificed for you. Anyway, I'm going to go too deep. I'm just grateful. Anyway, today I'm grateful for like connection with family and friends because now that I'm connecting with Danny, I feel like he's a part of my soul family. Like he came to me, he asked me if I ever had guests for the show. And I was like, hey, well, it's one of my spirits. Not to cut you off, but I realized it was my damn sister. Yes. And <laughs> I'm like, yes, I've had, I've had a guest before. It's Derica. Hi, Dee Dee. And it's his sister, guys. So we're always connected by threads, whether we realize it or not. And I got a message from... Um, the Thrive Goddess Paige Brown that was like, I got a message for you the other day. You're supposed to have guests on your podcast. I gotta tell you. And I was like, okay. And then here comes Danny right in the DM asking to be on the show. So I'm super grateful for the connection between my family and my friends that continue to bring me abundance and blessings every day. And the guest gratitude, of course, has to be Danny. Danny, what are you grateful for? Boom. You know, honestly, I'm actually grateful to have a mother that cares for me. Yes. And puts me forward for herself. That is really where my energy comes from. If I didn't have my mother, I wouldn't have anything. That, good, that good divine I feminine. Have my work ethic, I wouldn't have... Honestly, my person, I don't think my personality comes from her, but like, honestly, the things that she has given me, that is nothing that I can replace. Money can't replace nothing of that. That is where my gratitude comes from, period. I love it. Mommies are the best. That, my grandmother comes from the, oh, the triple OG. Don't play with my grandmother. I will fight. I feel like nobody messes with black grannies anyway because they like they just have like some kind of fear that they've instilled in like everyone around them. Like they're just kind of scary. Yes, <laughs> but they're my so sweet. Knows my grandfather, and but they're sweet. They're so sweet. Like, but you gotta get into that like sweet spot. But people don't mess with black grandmas. <laughs> if you do, I'm ready to run up on any. And a lot of people are. the end of this episode of Real Talk with Michelle. It's Real Talk about Tarot with our resident, I want to say resident. That came out naturally. Maybe he's going to come back and give us more readings. I'll be back if, if we get enough response, I'll come back. That's Hello. literally I'll how it came out. It's our... Let me cut you off. <laughs> Actually. 
<laughs> What's up? You want a book reading? Yes. How do we read you, Danny? Tell us. Um, DannyTheOracle.as.me. I have very different types of readings. If you want to come into them, just let me know. I'll book you in. I try to schedule in advance. Money does not come before the reading. I will read you, and then we can pay the coin how you feel. My reading prices are just the estimate of how much I expect if you resonate. So just what? that. Um, how do they? I'm sorry, I interrupted. You go ahead. My are question you? comes. No, out. no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, um, say this side again because it got kind of. I'm gonna put it in the show notes too, guys. But I want him to say it again, and then also tell them your Instagram handle as well. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Okay, Danny the Oracle dot as dot me then we have for my instagram i have two at danny k jackson jr or that's my main one but like i have my tarot one that i'm trying to build something on that so i can separate the stuff um it's just danny the oracle so you choose which one you want to add to it's up to you i don't really care add both add neither book me <laughs> Period. Because he's so good and you you like you guys need to get a reading. I'm about to get a reading. So we're gonna wrap this up. Thanks for tuning in to Real Talk with Michelle. And I love you guys. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for tuning in and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye guys. Okay guys, one more quick thing before we go. Thanks again for tuning in to Real Talk with Michelle. Make sure you rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. You can listen to Real Talk with Michelle on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. You can also listen to Real Talk with Michelle on YouTube. Same name, Real Talk with Michelle. Make sure you subscribe there. Make sure you hit the notification button so you can be up to date anytime that I post a new episode there. You can also like the Facebook page, Real Talk with Michelle. You can follow me on Instagram at Real Talk with Michelle Podcast. And that's really where I am the most. So if you're looking for updates, you can kind of follow me around. You can see what I'm doing on a daily for the podcast, how I research the podcast just really what I'm interested in. Um, again, that's Real Talk with Michelle podcast on Instagram. Um, you can also leave me a voice note in Anchor. I have a few of those now. I can include those on episodes and you can be sure that I'm gonna include some of those. I'm a bit of a collector, so I like to leave them there and I wanna add them in because I think it's gonna be really fun soon. You can also email me at realtalkwithmichelle at gmail.com and that's where I take the gratitudes. I'm super excited. I've still been reading those. I'm enjoying including those on episodes. Thank you so much for leaving me your gratitudes. They give me so much to be grateful for as well. You can also support the podcast at anchor.fm. And that's for F as in Frank, M as in Mary, backslash Real Talk with Michelle, backslash support. And you can help sustain future episodes. Again, thanks for tuning into Real Talk with Michelle. I'm so grateful for you. And thank you for listening. I'll talk to you again next week. Bye.